morning truth. I have been traveling quite frequently lately and with every stop, especially over this last week, I have been blessed to be able to see God's hand on my life like never before. And he has been miraculously using me for his glory. We have become accustomed to the mantle of minister or pastor being on that which is exalted on a platform within the four walls of a church. What I have been experiencing lately has been quite different. I have found myself in just casual, cordial conversations with rideshare drivers, passengers seated beside me, stewardesses, cashiers, and waitresses, conversations that have opened doors which have allowed me to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the funny thing is, not one time did I steer the conversation or force any opinions or beliefs uninvited. For me, that alone is incredible. I believe God has given us a mantle of conversation as believers and that we need to pick it up and utilize it to reach those who are not beating down the doors of the church, those who don't even know they need the word of God. God is so strategic in how he works. Oftentimes we don't understand why he does what he does. We don't see the big picture. About a week before departing for this last trip, God brought to my remembrance how several years ago, when I was the teen ministry director at my church, one of the teens asked me a question and I gave them the biblical answer with scriptural confirmation. And when he didn't seem to get it, I gave him the theological answer. And he still was left without clarity. You know, as adults, we don't want to admit after receiving an answer that we still have not received clarity. But teens, on the other hand, have no problem saying, I still don't get it. God brought to my remembrance how I prayed for him to help me be able to simplify the answer to this teen's question. And I thank God this very day that he answered my prayer. But I didn't understand why God was bringing this all to my remembrance now. As I traveled over these last few days, I began to understand. Because I have been prompted to share this answer at least six times that I can count with skeptics, even believers and ministers, so that they can be equipped to give clarity to another. Now you're probably wondering, what was the question? The teen asked me, how can we be sure that Jesus was God in flesh? If truth be told, there are those who profess to be Christians, who say they believe, but in their heart of hearts, they're not completely convinced. And they certainly cannot explain their convictions in a manner that would provide clarity to a skeptic. After praying for about three days, asking God to help me provide the clarity this teenager needed to strengthen his faith in Jesus Christ, this is how our conversation went. 
Jacob, I think I can give you clarity regarding your question. Do you believe you were created in the image and likeness of God? He responded, yes. My next question was, do you believe that you're greater than God? He responded, absolutely not. I went on to ask, do you understand that the very essence of your being is composed of mind, spirit, and body? His response was yes. I continued, so if you are composed of mind, spirit, and body, and you were created in the image of God, and you believe that you are not greater than God, then he must also, at minimum, possess the attributes that you possess. Do you understand the head of God as it relates to the Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of God? Jacob said, yes, I got that. So I began to pull it all together for Jacob with these words. Okay, if you know God to have a mind and a spirit, in order for truth to be sustainable, it has to be consistent because an inconsistent truth is a lie. In the consistency of who God is, and with us being made in his image, God had to produce a body, a physical manifestation of himself, and that was Jesus Christ. I went on to explain that the validation of all truth is rooted in consistency. And I told him this is why in John 14 and 6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through when Jesus said, I am the way, those words proclaimed him as God. For who can proclaim to be the way but God? And when Jesus uttered, and the truth, he confirmed God's consistency manifested in him, which confirms consistent truth. And the words and the life is Jesus further validating who he was by proclaiming to be the source of all life. It's in our clarity and conviction of who Jesus was that also provides the depth of the significance of Jesus' resurrection, proving that God reigns over everything, including death, which in turn gives us hope that whatever the world throws at us, with the Spirit of God dwelling in our hearts, we can endure anything. We can rise above anything, even when we've been counted out. I urge everyone under the sound of my voice to walk in the way of Christ, embracing truth, for it's only through Christ that life can sustain value and maintain purpose. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable.
you love the Lord. Anybody here love Jesus? Anybody here love the Lord? Stand up and testify if He's the center of your life. I want to know, do you love the Lord? Oh, oh, I want to know, do you love the Lord?